Hello, and welcome to another episode of The Family Writing Journey. I'm Michael. I'm Sunny. And I'm Matthew. And today we'll be discussing character building. So how we build the characters that make up the main part of our stories. This is this is challenging for me. Um, so we'll we'll talk about sort of the work we might do in advance and during the writing process, how we how we build a character that uh, people would care about. So I'm gonna I'm gonna punt this one a little bit because I don't have a great place to start. So Sunny, why don't you get us started on an introduction to character building? Well, we touched on this a little bit when we talked about the types of characters last time, but when we talk about character building, we're talking about the process of developing characters who have their own unique personalities. So that tends to mean that they have their own strengths, weaknesses, motivations for the things that they do, and things that make them distinct from each other. So that from the reader's perspective, we're trying to build characters that the reader is interested in and cares about, but also that are distinguished um, from one another. So I guess the reason I had a little trouble introducing this is that I don't think I've really done any character building. I just feel like hopefully well, it will come naturally. And you have done it. You've just done it unconsciously. I think yeah. is what's happened. Sub yeah. Subconsciously. Because I think... I think... <laughs> you never know. I mean... <laughs> Maybe both. <laughs> so that's the problem. Oh, you have to be conscious. <laughs> um, but I think I think when it comes to character building, they're kind of two big pieces. One is the, the building that you do in advance, which is part of your planning process. So I think that's where you might be hitting a pitfall because you don't you don't do a lot of planning. During, right. Right. That's certainly true. Right. So if you do more planning, then in addition to kind of figuring out the plot, you're also figuring out the characters in some way. And, you know, I don't know, Matthew, what do you, what do, you do to do that in the planning stage? Yeah, I mean, I certainly, I develop my characters in advance. I think, to me, the, at least from my perspective, there are three sort of parts of developing uh, your story before you start. And that is the world which is the setting the characters and the plot and usually i create the world first and then the characters and then the plot is the third thing that i put the least focus on or at least the thing that i do last but you plan all three of them which means that you i plan all three of them a little bit you yes. think about them you write them down we're, we're talking about character today so like, what do you do with character do you come up with profiles or how do you do it um a lot of it's in my head i guess I do, I do write some stuff down generally, just a basic, maybe a list of bullet points of personality traits or something like that, just to remind me of what my thought process is, but I will have more that's just sort of sitting in my head. And I feel like the main thing, well, obviously you have to have the, the physical descriptions, like how tall they are, what color their hair is, whatever, those sorts of things. And their background is another part of it. What they were doing before the story started how how their history is going to lead them into the plot of the story and then after after you get those two things then you have the actual personality of your character which will influence their arc throughout the book generally so do you or does do any of us sort of spreadsheet that out or just have it in your mind or have a little note section somewhere 
I'm a, I'm kind of like Matthew. I spend time thinking about it as I'm thinking about the plot and the world. And then I just, at least for my current book, at the at the top, before I start the chapter outline, I just have a section that just lists all the named characters and I just kind of have some notes there. So I might, like Matthew said, I might have some physical description. I might have some, you know, any details that I think I might forget later. And I know we'll talk about later, later, but when I'm actually <laughs> writing, when I'm actually coming to, you know, writing, I actually sort of keep that, they're not in-depth profiles, but I keep them sort of updated. So if I change somebody's name or their age or something, I go back and update it because I don't know about you guys, but I find that I forget, oh, how old was she? And oh, what was her sister's name? And, you know, did she have brown hair or black hair? You know, so... Yeah, that sounds super smart to do. I, I've had to like search through back chapters for some side character's name that then I've developed into a bigger character and I can't remember their name or what they looked like or when I introduced them. So planning so, that so better why sounds don't good. You, why don't you profile your characters a little bit? Yeah, laziness. <laughs> like excite, <laughs> excitement to jump into the story maybe. Yeah, I am a discovery writer, so I, I don't really... I. I you know, here's here's my my profile for my most recent character. She has angst, and that was like the main thing. Yeah. <laughs> but so did it develop into more? Like yeah, I would hope. And, yeah. <laughs> I would hope so, right? But I wasn't sure exactly where it would go. Um, so I I think that I've developed her really well. I know for a fact my side characters are really poorly developed. I. I, what I tend to do so far, thus far, and hopefully will change, is have my side characters be sort of archetypes a little bit more, a little less depth, like they just have a certain personality trait. And I, so I'm going to jump to something else here related, but I've heard it's good to do sort of personality profiles on your characters, you know, Enneagrams or some other, one of the other many. Myers-Briggs so, is yeah. the most famous one. Yeah. Yeah. That's too in-depth for me. I mean, I. It sounds great though. I think what you're doing is crazy to not at least keep track in writing of the basic, you know, like, like you say, she has angst. I think about that too. I think about what I want the sort of the, defining characteristic of a character to be. Mm -hmm. But then, like Matthew said, I then sort of build back from that. So how did she get there? How did she how did she become a person who's sort of a loner? So like my main character is sort of a loner at the start. So how did that happen? So then I then I move back into her back story a little bit and I flesh that out in my own mind and I jot it down. And yeah. I honestly can't imagine not doing that. Um, so I, I keep it in my mind how it develops over time like she it turns out I figured out after a, a while of writing that you know her mother had died young or when she was young anyway the reasons sort of got discovered I don't know I again <laughs> you know I, I know you you're a discovery writer <laughs> but but it feels to me like that would lead to so many inconsistencies and so much well, kind yeah, of wasted just, time. That's just where the editing process having comes to go in. back and edit. Whereas, well, it's just you front load the work and he backloads the work. I guess that's true. I'm, my 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 first draft is pretty tight because 
I don't have to go back and fix the fact that her brother died when she was 12 or, you know, cause that's, I already know yeah, that. I don't have to, but that's that. because you put in hours of work beforehand, which right. he can do afterwards. Right. It's yeah. just different methods. Right. I think. And it's a continuum. So we're kind of bouncing around, but you'd mentioned like using a Myers Briggs or something like that. That to me is a step too far. I've I, done that. I'm not interested in that, but I, I like the kind of middle ground that I have. I got to jump in and defend myself. And then, sorry. I, I was, I already <laughs> defended you. Did you? I did. Because I don't feel like I have, I have plenty of other things to go back and edit, but I feel like, at least I think with this character that I'm doing now, that I am developing her over time. And it is consistent because I'm not changing things that I started out with. I'm just sort of getting to them. But I guess uh, what I heard you say is that you feel like your side characters are really weak. So well, that, that's true. That yeah. makes me wonder if your method is all that good. Well, I'm <laughs> feeling <laughs> under attack, Matthew. You no, don't. you're not. I mean, let's let's <laughs> let's shift gears, though. So and maybe we should talk a little bit about development of primary characters. Yeah, as that's certainly to secondary and tertiary. There's certainly a tendency to focus on your main character and not develop your side characters as much. Yeah, I, I, I definitely have that problem. Yeah. And I don't know, like, for me, I find interest in all the characters. Like, my main character is not necessarily any more interesting than my side characters. So I don't so much have that trouble, which does sort of mean that I might have the added trouble that my main character is harder to relate to or, or empathize with or whatever because I have not put as much time into into the main character because I like the side characters too. So how do you develop a good character? What what makes for a good character? Well, I don't really know. I I make characters. I would not claim that they're good. Um, for me, I I think the personality is obviously the most important thing. That's generally what I start with, and then like you said, mom you work backwards to create their backstory and based off of where they are mentally. And, and I think a key part of that is, is the character flaws. Cause obviously every person has some personality trait or some, something that is a flaw in them that could be improved. And that's often a big part of how I start with a character. Like in, in my first book, I had my main character had two two flaws i guess two main flaws i think he was angry a lot and he was very impulsive and ideally by the end of my story i would have developed those flaws into into things that he would work on and he might have some climactic moment where he overcame those flaws i don't know that i necessarily did that very well as an inexperienced writer but but that is the the thought behind it yeah, and that's an example of a positive arc, which I know we're going to talk about character arcs in another episode, but yeah. But I, I agree, you know, making a flawed character makes them relatable, even if they're like super impressive at something, mm -hmm. having having something that they're not good at is, Although, is critical. I do, I do think that at least for the type of book that I want to write, it's good to focus on something positive about your character first. Because you might get too caught up thinking about, oh, I have to make a flawed character. And then all the reader sees is the flaw. And they hate your main character, which is not something that you generally want. No, so you're no, saying you, you balance the, the strengths yeah, and weaknesses. balance the good and the bad. But I would personally prefer to lead with the good and then sprinkle the bad in after. So that the reader can connect a little bit with the character first. 
Yeah, and I think we talked about that last time with the protagonist, how it's important to kind of, you know, no matter whatever your approach is, but to find a way to make sure that you're engaging the reader right from the start, because I think we all shared that occasionally we've started a book and just don't like the main character or you don't right. relate or you don't see anything of interest there. And then you might and you put it down, you yeah. put the book down because the character is very important. Yeah. And there's so many good books out there. Um, for sure. So I want to go back just a, a, a few minutes to, ago to what is included in the profile, because um, I think we've talked about this and had some a little difference of opinion. You know, how much do you describe your main character, for example? How important is it to know what they look like or how old they are? What I have heard is that your reader gets an image of your character really fast. So when, assuming it's not one of those books with 300 characters in the, in the, you know, first chapter, but so I, I think getting something relatively quickly out there to describe them. And for me, I've kept it pretty simple. I don't use a zillion adjectives. I just, you know, we'll say tall, dark hair, some kind of complexion, some kind of eyes. And that's usually about it. Matthew. I don't know. I have a, a mental image of all of my characters, which I don't know how much it comes across. I, I certainly described the main couple things, how generally how, how tall they are, how old they are, what their hair is like, what their skin is like. And if they have any other key features, like say somebody has a really big nose or they have a unibrow or, or something like that. But other than that, I don't go into too much detail generally. Although for myself, for my own immersion that doesn't really come across to the reader i do sometimes like create i have an app where you can like build a, a character like i don't know how to describe it like you make an image of this character like you choose a certain hairstyle a certain skin oh, nice. color a certain eye color that's cool i didn't know you did that and it's cool yeah and i can look back like oh this is this character mm -hmm. and i'll save the images of them hmm. that's neat so that's that's going beyond like a a written word profile to actually having a visual profile yeah which is really just for me because obviously yeah. the reader does not see that but. Huh, that's neat i never thought about and that sunny for you i i feel like you do more description but i could be wrong i feel like the most recent things i've read of yours have been fairly descriptive of the characters appearance wise yeah i guess i think that's true i try to do a little bit more description at the beginning and then as the book moves along i try to just occasionally mention sort of a key feature or a key you know something that characterizes i think you know what i like especially when there's a lot of characters is i do like to be able to have a mental image and i like to be able to differentiate the characters in my mind so i try to give the readers a couple of you know, not just a description on page two, but a couple of descriptive points where they can catch up and say, oh, yeah, that's right. That was the character who, you know, was bald, was or bald or, yeah. you know, had a mustache or so I, I agree with you about the importance of the reader building their own image. But I think I do probably maybe do a little more than you. And I also think like the main character, I think, should have should have more of a detailed description of what they're like. But with side characters, you often don't really want to go into detail about what they look like, and it wouldn't be natural to do it. So what you can do is just have like one key feature. Like we were, we were, we remember this 
this chef because he has a goatee and that's just his thing and mm-hmm. that's that's all the reader really needs to know and i think that's good for especially for diversity in character building too because it lets readers picture the characters you know the way that the way that they want to and that they can relate to without you necessarily having to belabor the the fact of kind of the the diverse and of course you know we're thinking of diversity but we're talking about worlds that are not the real world so some of the things that we think about don't exactly apply but i i like to leave space for the reader to sort of fill in and you know make some characters that are a little more inclusive as a result of that the uh, oh sorry the other thing i like to do with characters not I feel like this helps develop them. It's just sort of better for the writing too, is say you have a character that's a professor. So sometimes you'll have in dialogue or description them described as professor. And sometimes someone will call them Mr. Jones. And sometimes people will call them, you know, Frank, because that's their first name. Mm-hmm. Frank Jones. Right. <laughs> so, but anyway, in, sort of describing them in varied ways. I don't know if that really fleshes them out, but it's just a little technique that I like to do. I feel like it makes the writing better at very least. And I think it's a good way to showcase like maybe their different relationships with different people. Yeah, exactly. Like different people will see them and talk about them in a different way. And it also gives the reader chances to refresh their their memory right like maybe the character has been called by first name and then somebody refers to her as the professor or doctor or something and then the reader thinks oh that's right she was a professor yeah right so yeah clues like that and that's good for character development so should we move on and talk a little bit about how we build our characters in the writing process do we want to yeah. I mean, we've touched on it here and there, especially you, Michael, because of your approach. But <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, I, I think throwing conflict and, and challenging situations at your character or characters is a great way to develop them. So that's the kind of story I like to read anyway. So that's what I have tried to do is, you know, put my character in challenging situations or bad situations or, or good situations, too. And seeing how they respond to, you know, ending a chapter positively or ending it negatively or extra positive or extra negative. And it gets back to the idea of show, don't tell, which I personally don't think should be 100% always needed. But, but you know, rather than me saying the, the, you know, the main character is socially isolated, I can have a scene that shows that she's not very connected to you know, to the people around her, rather than me having to just tell the reader in my words. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, how about you, Matthew? How do you think, forgetting about the planning, but in the writing process, how do you feel like you help develop your characters more? I don't know. I feel like the character building itself happens mostly before, and then the writing process is more just me showing what I have created in my mind to the reader. I don't, I don't come up with new well maybe maybe i do come up with some new stuff about the character but it's mostly just conveying my points and and like you said conflict is obviously a good way to to demonstrate like how they're they're going to react to a different situation that's more character development than character building to me and i guess i'm i'm not really sure how to 
differentiate those two terms? Well, to me, character building is what I do or what you guys do as writers to actually build your characters, whereas character development is during the story, how you make your character um, develop, basically, or, and, change, or yeah. change and and grow throughout the story. So if you're like dad and you haven't built the character, then you're just doing, I guess I didn't know there was a difference between those words. Well, I don't, I'm, I don't have any expertise I, on this. Yeah. It's just how I think about it. Oh, I, yeah. I, I think the same way that that makes sense to me. You have your baseline thoughts of what your character is. And that's the building process in, in your own mind or written down somewhere. And then the development would be maybe the arc. Yeah. Um, yeah. It just, it's probably just semantics. Yeah. It doesn't really matter. So how much do our characters change as we write? Matthew, it sounds like yours, not very much. Well, they well, change. They, <laughs> well, they change well, no, no, intentionally. No. I don't mean. I don't mean the arc. I mean, you know, your idea of what the character is. You, yeah, you've put a lot of thought in advance. I've, I've put thought in advance, so I don't change that. It's just the actual changes that I plan out of, like what the character's arc is going to be, mm -hmm. how they're going to change throughout the story. Mm -hmm. So, have you ever cha changed a character so much that you decided, oh, I got to go back and just rewrite this character? Or, I mean the. The names is my main problem, to be honest. I have I've historically had some trouble with names, and I won't be able to decide on one. So I'll I'll do one name for a while, then I'll switch the name, and then I'll go back and have to fix that. But the idea of the character and like what their role in the story is, what their background is, that doesn't necessarily change very much. I have certainly had some. I feel like my primary, my main characters or, or protagonists are have been fine. But the side characters, that's where some of my lack of planning has thwarted me a little bit because I haven't exactly liked how they've turned out. And then then that's true. That's where I have had to go back and edit and say, I don't want him or her to be quite like that. That reaction isn't great for this part of the story. So I need to make that character a little different. One, one just to go way back for a second in the planning process, one thing I've heard of other authors doing is literally jotting down like an interview with your character, your, your secondary and tertiary characters and, you know, putting it on their website sometimes or, or sending it out in, in emails to, you know, people that follow it. just as sort of an interesting thing to do. And it helps you flush out, flush out, flush out the character out, a little yes. bit, not flush them out. <laughs> And, and yeah, you can see like their motivations and, and things like that more that don't necessarily come across in the main, in the main plot. Hmm. Yeah. You look skeptical over it. <laughs> well, I in, wouldn't, I wouldn't, want, I wouldn't want to do that. I well, that's just, that's, that's that, just more work than that maybe you want to do. That sounds tedious and that sounds right. beyond what would be helpful to me. But... Yeah, I, th it w I think it would be very helpful. I just think it's not necessarily something that's for everyone because it's a more intensive process. And I guess I feel like I'm closer to Matthew on the continuum by by far, but I'm but I feel like I have a little more room for development, even though I do feel like I do a lot of planning in advance. And and my current book, I really think I'm not just bragging when I say that the development or building of my secondary characters and even my some of my tertiary characters is a real improvement, a big improvement um, from my first book. But that's because I gave them a lot of thought in advance. Yeah, I would I would agree with that because I have read your your draft now of your second and 
or third, whatever number you want to call it, but your latest. And I agree those you have, well, it's a longer book too. So you've had opportunity and made it happen by developing those, those secondary characters really well. I think like surprisingly good. Did you, did you think about like, like when you were building your characters and your, your secondary characters specifically, how much did you think about like making them different from each other and different from your main character? Like, cause I feel like that's something that I think about a lot. Like, I don't want my characters to be the same in personality and background and appearance. Mm-hmm. I, I did think about that a lot. And I tried to, I tried to think about the role that the different characters would play. And then, and then also then think about things that would make them distinct from one another. And like you say, that's appearance, personality, um, but, but other things too, background. I have a few, I, I have a couple characters where I really tried to, differentiate the language that was a tough one but to make them you know really talk in a different way um so but the other main thing I think I did with my secondary characters was I really thought about them having their own stories um and that's why I think my second book is a lot better because the the secondary characters have legitimate stories of their own they're not just there to you know to 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 facilitate something for the primary character. Which certainly adds a lot of nuance, yeah. Yeah, all right, well, we're getting close to wrapping up. Um, let's let's finish off with what we might want to do to improve our character development. Honestly, I think I wanna do more character building before I even start my stories. I think I wanna focus more on on, on the personalities, I think, because I have the appearances down well enough. That's not something that's super important to me. But I think the personalities and like how they're going to f- mix together with each other, like what their relationships are going to be like, I think that would be an interesting thing to, to think about more in advance and plan out. I, I agree with Matthew. Even though I did build general profiles, I think there's still, I have a lot of room to improve in my profile building and especially in terms of really thinking about, I think two things, one, what's going to make each character unique. And then right from the start, what's their role in the story. Yeah. Um, So I I do think my second book goes a lot, you know, is a lot better than the first, but I think there's still a lot of room there. And for myself to wrap up, I think I'd like to get my secondary characters a lot more depth well, I'm a lot more depth, but some actual depth. Yeah. <laughs> because I don't think I have all that much right now. So that's what I'm going to be trying to work on. All right, everyone. Well, thanks for joining us again. And good luck with your own writing journey. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.